0: Hello, and welcome to the first episode of my podcast, Chico the Lawyer. Uh, My name is Robert Morgan, Um, born in Richmond, Virginia, uh, back in 1959. Uh, I'm licensed in Florida, Tennessee, and Washington State. Um, I got the name Chico uh, the Lawyer from the fact that Chico was my nickname that was given to me in college and that had to do with being able to play uh, multiple intramural sports um, without being caught or having a problem getting disqualified. It's a long story, and that's for a different podcast. Um, I guess the real question is, is what is this about, since there's so many podcasts, and why should I even listen to it? Uh, My intent is to go over areas of the law that consumers may not realize a is the law you know is the law they should know uh, and b what it costs so not only t- I will be teaching the substantive law in different areas uh, using examples hopefully you know a lot of live examples uh, most of them from me uh, practicing because I've been practicing now over 35 years and you know we'll kind of go from there uh, how did I even become a lawyer? Uh, well, it goes back to high school. When uh, it was a freezing November day around 1977, my parents told me to get off the sofa, turn off the TV, and go the, to the local library to look for colleges, look at catalogs. Uh, it was a typical freezing Richmond, Virginia winter day. It was raining, sleeting, and hailing. Uh, I started with the A's. And I saw a catalog for Arizona State University. In the picture, uh, I saw a co-ed sitting by a water fountain in shorts uh, and a t-shirt in November of 1976. That was all it took. That sold me. Um, anyway, I got the application, sent it in, and was accepted two weeks later. And uh, I thought that was it, you know, that that was great. Uh, I majored in business. And the reason was that was that my grandfather who started our uh, family business that we had in in Virginia uh, was a furniture store. And my grandfather said he had dreams, he'd like me to work and run the furniture store one day. So anyway, four years later, I'm getting ready to graduate. Uh, I get a call, and it's from my parents, and they said they had good news and bad news. The good news was they sold the business, and they were going to go to Miami, and they were going to retire. And the bad news was that I was not included in the deal. So I had no idea what I was going to do. Uh, I majored, like I said, in business with an emphasis in real estate and finance. So I spoke with my advisor, and he told me about law school. He said, if you want, you can take an exam. It's called the LSAT. Um, I thought he misspelled the word LAST, L-A-S-T, but no, it is the Law School Aptitude Test. And so there was no Perry Mason complex here. Uh, It was more a matter of, you know, do I want to do something? And I enjoyed the law classes I had in business school. And figured, you know, I'd give it a shot. Uh, No one in my family was an attorney. He had a couple of doctors. But nobody was an attorney. And, of course, the doctors didn't like attorneys anyway. So that's another story. Anyway, my uncle, smartest man that I know, um, was teaching. And uh, he was a radiologist. And, anyway, he was teaching And uh, at the time, he was living in uh, Mobile, Alabama, and he said that he met some people that were affiliated with a school called Mississippi College School of Law. I assumed that that was the University of Mississippi, and the reason being was because the school was right next to the Supreme Court, the Capitol, and all the major banking that is in Mississippi. So it certainly made sense because all the lawyers were located in Jackson, which is the capital. But what I found out was, silly me, that it was not the University of Mississippi. Instead, it was a private Southern Baptist school. Um, On the first day of orientation, I never forgot, uh, the professor that was talking made it very clear that absolutely there was to be no drinking, smoking or dancing on campus. And I'm thinking, oy vey, what am I going to do? Um, I remember turning to a fellow next to me, a big burly guy with uh, a beard and you know, kind of long hair. And he was wearing a, a flannel uh, shirt. And, you know, it's hot. This is in August in uh, 1982. And anyway, um, I turned to him and said, you know, I never took a constitutional law class, but that seems to, I don't think that's right. I don't think they can tell you you can't do that. And he looked at me and said, where do you think you are? And when I told him that I thought that I was in Mississippi and that uh, the university of Mississippi, he looked at me and said, no, said, buddy, wake up. You're at a private Baptist school. So anyway, I'm thinking, great. Oy vey. Um, It turned out I got a great education. Um, I passed the Florida Bar with Flying Colors. I got a job immediately after graduation, and I was off and running. Uh, Practiced law in Florida uh, over 35 years. Uh, I have recently relocated to the Pacific Northwest to be closer to family and for some medical reasons. Um, And that's kind of where I got from being a lawyer. Now, practicing law, I practiced uh, in the area of estate planning, wills, trusts, probates, things like that. Elder law, uh, which is more long-term care planning, and that's helping people get their government benefits so they don't pay between twelve and fifteen thousand dollars a month for a nursing home if they have uh, Alzheimer's. Um, and then also real estate. In Florida, there was sort of a joke that you know, when you practice estate planning or real estate, it really was death and dirt. And the reason being is, is no matter how rich anybody was. When they died, they probably owned a piece of land, Um, so you'd have to have a probate, and then you'd have to make sure you cleared the title of the house so that the kids could get it. Um, In addition, I also was able to gain uh, substantial litigation experience because most of the lawyers in the office where I was practicing had no interest in doing litigation, and being young, you know, I was naive, and I was also gung-ho. I said, you know, I'll try it. So I've got that going for me too. Anyway, what I want to do with this podcast, and hopefully that was an explanation that you not only understood, but kind of gets me to why am I doing this podcast? Um, And again, in my practice, I was always trying, it is ridiculous as this sounds, I I like helping people. And I, I looked at, all the various things that I could practice and the areas I practice specifically were to try to help people. Um, now, uh, I'm living in the Pacific Northwest. Uh, I love it up here. Um, I'm doing a lot of uh, pro bono work, which means free work for those who can't afford attorneys. And I'm doing it in the area uh, that I practiced in. I wanna make sure you realize that Um, I will not be discussing uh, criminal or domestic slash divorce law. Uh, Those were two areas, one, I didn't like in law school, and two, um, I had no interest in practicing it. So if you have questions about things like that, um, we can certainly go over those, um, and I can certainly try to get you an answer, but a lot of it depends on the state you're in, and I would probably need to refer you to local counsel. Um, There's no cost for this, obviously, because you're listening. Um, What I would hope, however, is on the site, there should be a way for you to be able to donate. And it would be appreciated if you donated, let's say, $10. um, You know, just so, uh, one, that'll give me the proceeds so I can continue doing this podcast. And two, I'm going to use the money to also make uh, contributions to homeless shelter. The dog or animal shelter, uh, and also the local food bank, and um, I you know, just that—that's what I would do. Uh, anyway, uh, also to the extent, uh, because with podcasts, I have no idea where you're listening this or listening to this at. Uh, if you need a referral to an attorney, um, it is perfectly fine to uh, ask me. Uh, you know, a request, and I'm happy to try to help you find an attorney. In fact, one of the first episodes after I'm done with this one is going to be is, how do you find an attorney and what does it cost? And uh, we'll be jumping on that in just a second. So anyway, um, the way to contact me is uh, the website uh, or the site, my email address is chico, C-H-I-C-O, the T H E lawyer, L A W Y E R, it's all one word, Chico the lawyer, uh, at yahoo.com. And uh, I will do my best to get back and reply to you as quickly as I can. Anyway, that's my story. That's what I'm trying to do with this blog. And I'm hopeful that if there's, uh, again, you have questions let me know. And then also, um, I will be going through different areas of law sort of teaching. Uh, I taught, by the way, while I was still practicing law in Jacksonville, um, I was an adjunct professor of law at the local law school there. And I taught, and I really enjoyed it. And because I'm sort of locked up now in the Pacific Northwest, and there's really not much I can do, I figure I'll go ahead and keep teaching. I'll just do it by podcast. So anyway, again, my name is Robert Morgan, and uh, I hope you listen to further episodes, and I look forward to your questions. Otherwise, have a good day.